Hi, I'm Delene Allen, the networking queen. I love to connect people. There is nothing more wonderful than the human connection, the connection that can lead to incredible things, to love, to business, to make our lives just so much richer, meeting and connecting on a deeper level than, hi, here's my business card, but making those human connections that can take you to magical places. Stay tuned for network equals net worth. I wanna hear your stories. I wanna share your stories. Hi there, this is Delene Allen, Network equals your net worth. And I am thrilled to introduce you to Allison Smith. Uh, Dandelion Digital is her company. She's a small business owner who posts with purpose through photography and social media. And that's what she does for you. Anybody with a small to medium business, she can do wonders. As a military family, Allison relocated to Halifax over Christmas of 2018. Her husband's from Cape Breton and they bought their final forever home, leaving behind a photography business and day job as a social media manager. Allison merged her talents to start Dandelion Digital in early 2020. As a photographer and a social media consultant, her goal is to be sure you have a consistent online presence with brand photography for social media, that you not only have the images you need to showcase your business or event, but you understand how to use those photos. Work together to plan your photo shoot, build a content strategy for your social media that reaches your ideal customers. Learn more about dandelindigital.ca. While you're there, download your free social media content calendar for 2021. That is a great resource. Allison, so tell me, you're, you're, you and I have something in common. We are both um, uh, military children. So uh, tell us all about Allison Smith and Dandelion Digital. Hi, Daylene. Um, I, yeah, I, I moved here. It's almost two years now. Our, our, my anniversary to be here is coming up Christmas Eve, actually. And um, I started looking for work and eventually I just decided that I'm going to try this whole entrepreneurship thing that I keep hearing people talk about. Um, and I just wanted to, to be able to blend the two things that I love to do and, and utilize it to, to really help other small business owners uh, have a better online presence. Excellent. So you and I, as kids growing up with uh, military parents, how many places did you move to while you were in school? Um, I moved six times by the time I was in the fifth grade. And then we went to Ottawa where we stayed for most of high school before going to Germany where I graduated high school. And that's actually where I met my husband. Um, so I had grown up on air force bases and then with my husband, we went to army bases and now I'm in a Navy town. So I, I've hit the trifecta. Exactly. Now, one of the real pluses of military is, especially if you live on a base, the fact that you really are in a bubble, you're in a family, um, that everybody understands the challenges and, and benefits of something like that. And did you find moving from, from school to school could be a bit of a challenge meeting new people? 
When I was younger, I would say no, because back then you moved every two years. At least we did. We moved every two years. And if I wasn't moving, then the friend that I had made for that year was. So it was just a constant uh, network, I guess, right? Exactly. Um, constantly just making new friends and, and whatnot. When we moved to Ottawa, that was very different. Um, we were no longer on a base. I went to a civilian school. Uh, I remember standing at the back door to the, the playground or the schoolyard and just kind of standing there, literally the wallflower. Um, and it took a while to, to make my way into a community where everybody had already grown up together for the past you know, 10, 12 years. So that was very different. And I find that that's what my girls found coming here. But because this was their first really big move. And yet, do you think that also provided some resilience and the ability to reach out and try to make friends with people to introduce yourself to? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Every time we moved, whether it was starting a new school or looking for a new job, it's just the way it is. I mean, a lot of people will get that because this is a military town. But um, if if you grew up in the same place and, and you're not used to that lifestyle, I know it seems way overwhelming for a lot of people, but it's just kind of the way it is. Exactly. But um, underlying, or shall we say, an education into itself. It's one thing to go to school and get an education. But the more new people you meet, we learn from everybody and in different relationships. So really, when you think about it, Allison, you likely have a global connection through being not only a child in military family, but also being married to a military husband, right? For sure. I tell you, the best thing that ever happened was Facebook. Exactly. Uh, because, as you say, I had friends across the country, overseas, and the amount of people that you can reconnect through social media, it's a network, obviously, of itself. But um, one of my best friends that I made my last year of high school in Germany runs a ski resort, um, like a transportation company in the Alps. But I, I can keep up with you know her business and her family and her travels because of social media. So Exactly, yeah. And really your network really to me enriches your life in such a way when you get to live and experience different cultures and that you get those friends that are experiencing you know, again, a world of difference from you. It's just the best education in the whole wide world. Much as I can remember as a kid having to go to a new school thinking, you know, why do I have to go through this? But in the next breath, again, something new is something that en enriches us in ways that, you know, again, to me, that's an education onto itself from everything else that you learned. So uh, you were immediately drawn into, there was something about photography and, um, that it sounds like you worked in a lot of things between the Chamber of Commerce and things like that with different types of businesses. Tell us about early on in your career after school. After school, I actually fell in love with photography when I was 16. Um, it, it's going to sound maybe a little bit uh, Hallmark moment, but I took a school trip to New York City and um, when I got back from my trip, 
I had this little 110 camera. So that's like how old I was, right? It was a Kodak. And I got my pictures back and I had this picture of the Statue of Liberty at sunset. And I was like, that's pretty good. I think I'll be a photographer. And so I took co-op. I went to high school in Ottawa. And, um, and that's where I kind of got the bug and loved the dark room. And then when we went to Germany and I graduated high school, I worked um, at the base photo unit, which was the best education ever. I was there for a couple of years um, and I worked the dark room. I worked uh, photo shoots. I worked the studio and because we covered for the base itself, every month I would have the beeper because that's again, how old I am. And uh, I would do any pictures that were required for emergency services um, or even, you know, military parades, hockey games, whatever it might be. And, and that was, that was the best experience and the best education I ever had. When I, when I got married over there, I was posted, my husband was posted to Manitoba and I worked in a dark room for a, a local photography company for a, a studio. And I did that for a bit. And then we moved to Edmonton, which is where my family is actually from. And I had, I was on mat leave with my youngest. And so I did daycare for a little bit, but when it was time to go back to work, I knew that I couldn't just find a job. I had to find a career, something that I was really involved in. And I had started volunteering through my daughter's uh, preschool doing the newsletter. And this is still kind of pre-social media, but it's what kind of got me involved in the whole uh, how to share stories to an audience, to a network. And so I... I, my first job back into the workforce after maternity leave was the local newspaper. And uh, as newspapers do seasonal layoffs, you know, eventually after a few years, I had to find something new and I went to the local radio station. And what I really liked about the radio station is I reported the news, but I got to the, I got to go to all the events. I got to take all the pictures. I got to write the online stories share it to social media. And um, that eventually became an opportunity to do marketing for the local chamber of commerce. And again, it was all about going to the events, taking the photos, sharing it on social media. And from that, I was asked to take on a marketing role for an event services company. And this is a, a kind of company, it was a, it's a family owned company, two brilliant people and uh, they do the trade shows and they have the big festival tents and they do the craft shows. And so as you can imagine right now with the events in COVID, um, that's a struggling industry. When we moved here when, and I told him I was leaving, the very first thing the president said to me was, can you do your job remotely? And it hadn't even dawned on me, but of course I could and I still am. Um, for this, this company back in Alberta and just trying to make sure that those event people have, you know, they're getting their story out and people know that they're available for things like essential services and hospitals and, and all these other things that they have this amazing equipment for, 
that they're not using right now because there are no craft shows and there are no festivals. Um, so yeah, it was always about, you know, photography and social media, whether it was a wedding that I shot or a family portrait that I shot or an event I covered for the city. And so when I moved here and I started looking around for different jobs and I was like, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't, um, I just wasn't feeling anything. And all of a sudden I was like, well, I met Daylene Allen and she tells me about this, you know, program that can help me build a business. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Let's look into that. So I did the, the um, SCB program and that ended and COVID began. <laughs> and my original concept was to do event photography. There's no events. So I had to devise a whole new kind of concept on, on how I could really blend my photography and my social media and help other entrepreneurs post with purpose. Let me introduce you to Matthew Dick of Allstate Insurance. Matthew's motto is, it's not enough to be covered, you've got to feel protected. Matthew has been in the customer service industry for over a decade, earning a wide range of experience, which has provided him with the knowledge needed to serve customers with the best quality care and advice. He's a proud Allstate agent who is also pleased to call Bedford home. He wants to know what can he offer you. Customers can choose innovative home and auto insurance products with features like claim forgiveness and disappearing deductible. Doesn't that sound good? Value is just as important to me, so I offer several home and auto discounts. I'm here for you every step of the way, whether you have a question about your policy or just want to review your coverage. Allstate has a supportive claims team that you can count on day or night to take care of your claims simply and efficiently. Matthew is proud to support um, the community as an Allstate agent, employee and neighbor of Bedford. Matthew loves supporting and strengthening our communities committed to making a difference in your life. You're not just another policy number to Matthew. You'll receive his personalized service backed by a strong Allstate agency team. You'll even get a cell number on his business card so you can reach out to connect. Matthew, for his great customer service, has received recognition in 2018, the national champion, 2019 honor ring recipient. Allstate is a great company, but more important, Matthew Dick is a great Allstate agent who can take care of you. Oh, it's so good to be back here, Allison. I, I just, again, so impressed with what an interesting life that you've had, but all along I see a ribbon. You're a storyteller. You grew up, I think same thing in military, when you're around a lot of people in a similar industry, especially where, I mean, my father could be away six months at a time, nine children, that wasn't an easy thing for my mom. You become very resilient or like going to the different schools and, and all of those things. But also it sounds like thanks to the military that you had some great opportunities to kind of reinvent yourself and expand on what you'd learned from the last move, like how you loved the photography, you got the camera, you went to New York City, and then you got to work in a dark room on the military. 
and they do love pictures. I mean, that's one of the things that at least my father's life in the military was well documented. They realized the importance of, of those memories, that history, if you will, and how many of those pictures tell a story. Now, thanks to social media, and you're certainly brilliant at that, but I think what many people don't get with social media, and I'd love your thoughts on this, is they don't realize the picture and the story have got to mesh. Tell us about that. 100%. Um, so what I like to do is, as a photographer, I, I adopted to social media fairly early, right? Facebook came out, and you take a picture, you post it. But now there is so many different platforms and you can post almost anywhere and people can see your pictures. But if you're just regurgitating pictures and pictures and pictures and you're not really having any purpose to them and you're not really telling your story, then you're not really capturing your audience. And so what I like to be able to do is have a photo shoot that will help a, a business get out of stock photos, showcase what they do, where their community is, what they offer, what their services are, what their products are. And then rather than just saying, you know, here's a dozen pictures, have fun with them, tag me if you want, you know, then you take it to the next step and you say, now let's build a calendar and learn how to not only just post them, but again, post them with purpose and, and it's a little bit redundant, but it, it's something that I really believe is important. So for instance, um, if you have a lot of companies will have Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Those right. are the four that I work with anyway. But if you post everything all at once and it says exactly the same thing on every single post, if you have somebody that follows you on more than one, why would they want to see it four times back to back? Because if you're anything like me, Daylene, you get on your phone, you check the one platform, and then you immediately go to all the others. So you don't want to be seeing the same thing all the time. And what happens is the first one you see is the one that you're going to engage on. You're going to like that Facebook post. You're going to put in that comment. You're going to share it. But if you see the exact same thing immediately on LinkedIn or on Instagram, you're just going to go right by it because you're like, oh, I already saw that. So if you build a calendar and a schedule, then you can take the same post, know exactly when you're going to post it, whether it be at different times in the day or different days of the week, so that you're just spreading out your message. And even if somebody sees it at noon on Instagram and again at dinner on Facebook, what could have happened in the course of those six hours may have changed their perspective on what you're posting. They may have liked it on Instagram, but they may now comment and share it on Facebook because it means a little bit different. And ideally the caption is different. And the caption is those first two or three lines that you see before you have that little see more button. And if you change that up, then the chances of them hitting that see more because they think, oh, this is different increases. Or if you don't want to change your caption, but you change your photo, it still creates a different vibe for for what they're doing and what they're what they're seeing and what they're spreading. And really, if we have the purpose, we have the plan. 
the, the, the true meaning that happens here is making the connection to start the conversation to see where that will go, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And so certainly what I see with many social media people, those who have the photographer's eye like you do, make so much more of an impact. And one of the things that I've loved is that you'll help people even just learn how to take their own pictures better, right? Absolutely. I mean, if somebody wants a brand photo shoot, um, I have a couple of options. I can do a, a one-on, I can do a mini a mini session, I can do a full session, or I can do it where you have it, you know, seasonally to help your business, maybe as, as you're changing your different products. But what happens in between? If you have something going on, and I'm not going to just run out there and do a, a photo session for that one thing, you want to make sure that your pictures are as clean and as crisp, and as well um, staged or or just to, to feature your item as best they can. And unfortunately, a lot of people, they'll use their, their iPhone, which I do too. iPhones are a fantastic little camera. But if you don't know how to use it properly or you don't understand the lighting or the setup, your picture just misses so much and it doesn't stop the scroll. So um, yeah, I, I have a, an opportunity to help small business owners, creators, makers, learn how to use their their iPhone photography a little bit better. Uh, it brings in a little light box that they get to keep. And just, you know, just some tips on how to how to make cleaner pictures for for their Instagram feed. Well, then it's the same thing like the the content calendar that you're providing for free. You got to have a plan, don't you? You just can't, you know, post randomly. Is is it um, defining who you are? Is it defining who your client is? Are we making the connections that we want to make? Because I find there's sometimes that disconnect between, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to do a post right now. Well, what did you do last week? What are you doing next week? If you don't have that overall plan, and again, what's the biggest reason we're doing this? Like you said, post with a purpose. If you're doing your social media, it should be engaging and communicating with prospective clients, new connections. Absolutely. Yeah. The content calendar, I find I, I made it the first time I made it was last year when I got started. I couldn't really find a template that, I mean, there's lots out there. I just didn't find one that had what I wanted. So I made my own. I mean, that's just the easiest way to do it. Um, I found the days of the year website that has all those, you know, all those fun holidays like um, kiss a ginger day or lighthouse day or natal day. Um, and I plugged in the ones that I, thought would work either for my own business or for other businesses. And they, they do tend to have a, uh, a very Canadian, like I, I try to make sure that I've researched the ones that are, uh, have a Canadian base or, or only American. And I take those ones out. Um, and they have a little bit of an East coast flair. I've added in, you know, your standard holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, that kind of thing. Um, and then it also lets you create categories if you choose. I know a lot of a lot of the big marketers out there, they're like, oh, go with nine to 12 categories. I'm like, there's no way. That's a lot. That's overwhelming. I use six. So I've set the calendar up to six. And it can just be for myself. For instance, I have social media tips. I have about my community. I have about me. I have about or I have um, photography tips. 
and I have shout outs or quotes. And, um, and it just lets me know that every six times I'm gonna be doing something like that. So then on the calendar, I have my categories. I don't write out my posts. I just say, well, what am I gonna talk about, right? So if it's, maybe it's a photo tip and it's on iPhone, or maybe it's about how to shoot the fireworks on New Year's Eve, that kind of thing. And then I go in and I create a week's worth of completed content, schedule it with a scheduler like, um, uh, creator studio that Facebook uses for both Facebook and Instagram. And then I've got it and it, it's scheduled, it's posted. I make sure that after the posts are done, I go in and, and have a conversation with anybody else that's engaged with it. Um, thank people for sharing that kind of thing. And then I have a plan and it takes just so much stress off because I don't have to say, oh, I didn't post. And if I don't want to post every day, I just use the calendar to choose the days that those, maybe I use every other week of that category so that I'm only posting three times a week, but at least I know exactly when I'm posting and I'm consistent. And that's really the key. Yep. And what by those six different categories, just listening to those, the fact that people are getting to know Allison, because really once a person gets to know, like, and trust you, guess what business is going to happen? Or the fact that they would like to get to know you better. And really, don't you find, especially with, with COVID and things like that, now more than ever, people want to connect with like-minded people. Do you find that? A hundred percent. And that's why when you're planning your calendar and, and your strategy, it's not all about selling. It's about building those relations. It's about having people know you as a person and know you as what your business offers. It's not, so every post that I do isn't, well, look at this great photo shoot I just did, book me now, right? Uh, it's, it's, if I'm sharing a photo shoot, it's more about endorsing my client's business than my own. In the uh, community. Absolutely, it is all about the community. Yeah, but selling on social should be you know, a quarter of what your posts are about. And the rest should be about, you know, I call it educate, endorse, and entertain. So my endorsing is the selling. The and educating is, you know, giving out those tips. And then the entertaining is just, you know, having some fun. I, I know that recently you helped uh, another BNI member with some digital coaching. So people may still wanna do their own, um, but the fact that you will provide that coaching for a few months to really get them in the habit and understanding that their message is cohesive, right? Exactly, yeah. So wanna talk a little bit about why it takes a couple of months to get into that routine and how you might address it? So with the social media coaching, what it really does is, to be honest, when I first started, my ideal audience was Gen X social, Gen X small business owners who didn't really understand how to use social media. Um, people who have Facebook to keep in touch with their kids and their, their grandkids even. Uh, and they use their personal account to post about their business, but they don't really understand how to use maybe a business account or understand the scheduling or, you know, they just don't want to deal with the tech. And so... Um, I do have the option of doing social media management, 
But I also feel that a lot of people, they don't want to not have that control. They want to learn how to do it properly themselves. So with the invention of Zoom, uh, I can do a screen share with somebody. Like yesterday, I had a second session with a company in Cape Breton. And I would show them how to do it on my screen and where to do it so that they had the overview. And then I shifted the screen share to them so that I could walk them through it on themselves. And they're doing it themselves and they're learning where to find things and how. And then we, um, we talked about their, their categories and their calendar and their scheduling so that they, they just knew how to bring it all together. And we have another session. We, we worked with in three 90 minute sessions because more than 90 minutes I find is a little bit overwhelming. And and it just gives them a far better understanding to have the confidence, take off the stress. And if they can learn how to post their entire week's social media on you know, Sunday afternoon, and then they can do their work Monday to Friday, then that's so much easier if all you have to do is check in you know, for half an hour, maybe in the morning and another half hour, maybe in the evening, to make sure that there's no questions that they need to answer or, or any comments that they want to reply to. And it's, yeah, it just makes a world of difference, I think. Oh, exactly. Got to have a plan. Got to have a plan. And so uh, some words of advice to, let's say, some new to uh, an area. What's a good way to get out and connect? Because you and I met at a networking event, and that's when I suggested you talk about or look, look into the SEED program. Yeah, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Social Media Day Halifax and their organizers. Uh, I strongly believe in, in volunteering and giving back to my community. And I didn't have anything when I got here. Um, I am from Alberta. Oh, I'm a base brat. I'm from Canada. But my family is all, all of my roots are in Alberta. And my husband is a caper. So I didn't know anybody when I got here. And the first thing I did was volunteer for Social Media Day Halifax. And that is the one event that I kind of, everybody that I now know pretty much has a degree of separation from that one event. You, you included, Daylene. And um, they had a photographer, which I completely respected, but I asked, do you mind if I bring my camera mostly because it's my shield, right? If I have a camera in front of me, I don't have to talk to people, but a lot of times they'll talk to me. And so I, I did, I took my camera and I shared the pictures that I took with them. And, um, but I met a lot of great people or I at least made even a lot more connections on you know people I connected with on LinkedIn uh, and that I still talk to today. And, so yeah, I mean, networking is, is huge. So without those live events right now, I joined BNI. And, um, and so we meet every week. And not only does that help my, my sanity networking, but it helps my business and, and my social connections. I joined the Center for Women in Business which is another local organization that has a fantastic networking. We meet every Thursday. Um, there's the Chamber of Commerce and all of these different things allow us to remain as a community separately. 
so that we can, because right now we are, you know, we are in a time worldwide where we have to socially distance. And, and the great thing about being in an era of the internet is that we don't have to be alone to do it. My daughter tells me that there's a pandemic every hundred years, and I can't imagine having survived this a hundred years ago. With, oh, without these forms of, oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, I mean, a plain old phone call now, really, especially if it's somebody you don't know, you're trying to, it's just so much more wonderful to see a face. I know Zoom fatigue is a new term, but still, you know, you can't reach out and hug, but you're, you're at least seeing the eyes and, and talking and making connections. And Allison, I got to tell you that, um, I don't know about you, but I think your upbringing has certainly brought you to hear and your ability to share stories and to utilize the tools in, in really the way they were meant to be, which is to create connections. And, you know, again, uh, when I talk about net worth, I talk more in terms of the friendships and the support system that now more than ever people need, right? I couldn't agree more, that's for sure. And I think that's one of the things about having been in the military, you know, even just as a kid, there was a support system. And we need to show people how that is what truly gives such huge value to our lives. Do you want any last minute words to those shy networkers out there? Just get out there, just do it. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes it's the hardest thing to get out of your shell, but just do it. Exactly, yeah. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Well, I have so enjoyed, number one, it was my lucky day at social media day, I got to meet you. And the fact that, that you've been able to take advantage of the SEED program and created your own dream career, good for you, good for you. I actually, I, um, I went through the CBD, CBDC Blue Water program because yes. I live just outside of HRM. Yep. And so the SEED program, which is, you know, same idea as the SEB, um, just a different branch. So I just want to thank Allison Smith from Dandelion Digital, host with a purpose, uh, for being our guest today on Network Equals Net Worth podcast. Thank you for listening. I know that you have a story to tell and we'd love to hear it. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for listening. What'd you like best about today's conversations and the connections that lead to miraculous outcomes? Leave a review. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story too. So why not touch base with Delene Allen on Instagram and we'll keep the conversations going.